Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Newsgram. Chrissy Hind once said it in her song, My City Was Gone. I went back to Ohio, but my pretty countryside had been paved down the middle by a government that had no pride. Do you know the song? I think you know the song. Sometimes nostalgia can be a dangerous thing because things often change and in ways that we don't always agree with. It can also give us a sharpened perspective on the reality of the situation. Imagine for a moment that you left the town of your birth. You moved to another country altogether. However, after 14 years, the place where you live just doesn't feel like home. So you go back, but things there have changed as well. It's now very different. It's a divided country, one you feel equally estranged from. It doesn't feel like the home it once was. You feel displaced, disorganized, and unsettled. The question is, are you going to do something about it? Well, she embarks on the activism and feeling it's the only way, really, to search for the country she remembers. That's Margaret H. Townley, author of the book, The Dogs Are Curling Up Again. When we talk about a divided country that doesn't feel like the one you grew up in, it sounds very much like we're talking about our own beloved United States of America. But we are not. Her story takes place in Chile and the UK. More on that in a moment. But I just wanted to point out that while the countries are different, the overarching themes in this book are relatable to many other places. Kind of like the title. When I first arrived in Chile, it was winter. And um, they do have dogs living in the street. Many local people are very fond of their dogs. I never saw a dog in a bad condition. But they live outside. That, to them, it's the normal place that dogs should be. And in the winter, when it's cold at night, they, they curl themselves into perfect circles, which is quite fun to see. Imagine dogs of all kinds curled up in perfect circles dotting the winter landscape. It's a great visual, and it made such an impression on her that she used it as an analogy for her story and the title of the book. The dogs are symbolic of a Chilean dictator and his government who were indifferent to the feelings of the people they're supposed to be serving. The protagonist of this story is Isabel. She loses her father and boyfriend in the military coup d'etat, so she decides to exile in the UK. And then when she goes into exile, she loses her mother, she loses her friends, she loses her culture and her country, a continent even. And, you know, it's a big step. And she always felt an outsider, I think, um, as many Chileans do, and refugees in general do in, in this country. 14 years later, Isabel goes home. But as you and I both know, you can never really go home, especially after that long a time. She was as extreme there as in England. The country she once knew is not the same. So Isabel decides to do something about it by becoming a political activist. Well, she embarks, as you said, on the activism and feeling it's the only way really to search for the country underneath the whitewashed crimes of the dictatorship that had been sort of uh, washed over and the stranglehold that the military still has on the society and um, the constitution that the dictator imposed, which was so unjust to many sections of the community. It's a great premise, and it's like what I was talking about in the beginning. What are our duties as citizens, and what are our responsibilities in the face of injustice? Do we stand up and make our voices heard, 
or accept the status quo. It's a very relatable concept, but this story is about much more than just politics. It's also a love story. She becomes the lover of this Chilean man, and he's very supportive of the work she wants to achieve. But then her English partner that she's been with seven years or so before she returned to Chile, he gets message to her somehow that he's searching for her, he's in Chile, he's doing voluntary work, and um, he's really there to look for her. Interesting. Now we've got ourselves a real situation. A love triangle set in a historic period in a country with amazing geographic diversity during politically tumultuous times. It's also a story about self-identity. As Isabel searches for hers, you can't help but think about your own. And if that's not enough, it also inspires the reader to take a hard look at their personal and political values. Maybe it was a bit presumptuous of me to try and think I could step into the shoes of a Chilean and really express her experience. And yet I felt that um, I had something to say, not only from all I'd learned about the society and what I believe a person like that has been through, but um, something to say about my own society as well. I could see when I was in Chile in the late 90s, the harshness of life without a welfare state, the adequate welfare state, there was a little, um, or um, adequate health services. And, and at the same time, I knew that in my own society, the welfare state was in the process of being destroyed or removed step by step. And there's been this, deterioration, I think, in this in, in community and sense of solidarity that's come about ever since Reagan and, and Thatcher were bringing in a neoliberalism, which is not very different from, from what the military imposed in Chile. In Chile, it was a sudden military coup, an awful shock, and thousands died. Um, but in North America and other Western societies, and particularly in Britain, I feel that there has been this um, creeping effect that ends up very similar to um, what's happened in Chile. Um, greater poverty, greater inequality. The inequality really bothers me. It's so extreme now. And the lack of um, adequate affordable housing and the lack of adequate funds going into health and, and education. And these um, erode any sense of um, community. And in fact, I think cause a, a great deal of resentment of um, bad societal effects that come out of, of that huge divide between those who have and those who have not. I know, it's a lot. But that's what makes it so interesting. There's plenty here to think about, plenty of layers to peel back and explore. If you're fascinated by other cultures, world news, geography, history, or maybe even current affairs, then you'll probably enjoy this story. It will definitely play on your sense of empathy. To quote Leo Tolstoy, If you feel pain, you're alive. If you feel other people's pain, you're a human being. I think that gives us that responsibility to want to create a better world for all of us. We all do the best we can, right? I don't think I'm giving too much away by saying Isabel does develop clarity with her issues and the things keeping her from being the person she once was. 
but how she gets there, her journey. That's what makes The Dogs Are Curling Up Again by Margaret H. Townley such an interesting read. Look for it online at Amazon.com, Balboa Press, or wherever you like to shop for books. And there are links in the show's description. And that will do it for this edition of Newsgram from webtalkradio.com. <laughs>